This is the Beer and Hymns Podcast, where we look at the stories and people behind the hymns we know and love, we consider what they mean to us today, and of course, we sing. This is episode 25, His Eye is on the Sparrow. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is He. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Nice. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. It's a nice song. Lots, lots of lots of bounce to it. Yep. It's really pretty. Yeah. Welcome to episode twenty five of the Beer and Hymns podcast. I'm Mike Tetralt, and I am Brian Russell, and we're talking about his eye is on the sparrow, yeah. which you may have heard from Sister, Sister Act, Act Two, two. Mm-hmm. the best one, the best one. Yeah. We all I mean, know. Whoopi was all right. Yeah. Was she in both? I don't. Whoopi was in both. Yeah. Okay, okay. She was. She was the sister uh-huh. who was, or she was acting. As a sister. In the first one, like, hiding out as a criminal that oh, that's true. got taken in by the nuns or whatever. And, and in the, the sequel, it was, the secret was out. Right. But she had kind of kept working in that field. And they, like, kind of, okay, let's just let her stay there. Right. She's right. cool. She's yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. And and so in Sister Act 2, we have Lauren Hill. Yeah. Who just brought the house down. Yeah. With her version of the Which, song. I mean, this song is really built for soloists. Yeah. I mean, because you can get all... <laughs> on it if you really want to which Brian, I'm s- i don't have i'm sad you didn't bust that out during <laughs> that was so nice i was trying to you know play it straight this, yeah you know maybe second verse i'll do that okay we're yeah, just keeping it congregational not. for maybe now not. let's keep congregational yeah That's good all right brian tell us about this hymn where does it come from and- well like first let's just talk about uh jesus for a second okay that's good um good place to start yeah so this song his eyes on the sparrow is about jesus and us and sparrows birds oh. birds <laughs> come on <laughs> jesus was a bird watcher oh that i didn't i didn't catch didn't, that take that's oh, yeah. interesting okay. yeah that was um luke zero verse 17 oh it was like in the prequel it was material. A, the prequel of luke yes okay, okay. no like let, let's let's think about this for a second let's let's listen to the words of jesus mm-hmm. are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin and not one of them falls to the Ground apart from your father's will, Matthew 10, 29. Mm-hmm. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Matthew 6, 26. Mm. Probably from the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. Yep. Uh, consider the ravens in Luke 12, 20, 26. Uh, do not fear. You are of more value than many sparrows, Luke 12, 7. So clearly... Jesus was familiar with birds. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he used a lot of, as you're lining them all up there, there's a lot of bird references yep. in yep. Jesus' teaching. So, And I think of like 
the oh the, the kingdom of God is, is like the the mustard seed that grows into the the biggest of all trees mm-hmm. and the birds nest in its branches. Nice. Yeah, like yeah. there's so many bird references. Yep. yep. And he probably said that about a mustard seed just show how something little and weak could actually become big with the power of God. So No, but there's a ton of bird references cuz it's a animal that people would be familiar with. Yep. And so it's like it's easy to connect to You're your everyday on the farm experience. working, you see birds flying around right. like yeah. Totally. Th- there's not very many if any places on the planet where there aren't birds, are there? I can't think of any. I mean, even if you're on the, in the Arctic or the Antarctic, there's penguins and oh, yeah. other things That's like true. that, right? That's true. There are like, winged creatures all around us. Yeah. I mean, those might not fly. I don't think penguins can fly. But they but, can be winged. Yes, they're winged. Winged. <laughs> yes. Winged. Anyway. Yeah. Very, yeah. I like the scriptural reference there, Brian. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I thought we haven't done a bird song yet. No. So. This is our first bird song. Yeah. So it was written by Sevilla Martin cool name and uh the tune was by charles gabriel okay oh i remember oh i saw a little recognition in your eye there yes you've talked about charles gabriel before Mm -hmm. one of the famous gospel composers Mm. so not much about him in this particular song but uh of sevilla she was a canadian Okay. Born in the great month of August mm-hmm. on the 21st, 1869. The song was published in 1905, so she would have been like, dude, carry the one. 36 years old <laughs> okay. when she uh, got this published. Um, she was a school and music teacher um, and then married Dr. Walter Martin, an evangelist, and she mm-hmm. gave up teaching to travel with him and assist in his meetings. So she's like, oh. go on the road, hubby. You're taking me too. That's and awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Teamwork I'll, I'll do the music. <laughs> Obvi. Yeah, totally. So, this is her account of writing the song. Hmm. Early in the spring of 1905, my husband and I were sojourning in Elmira, New York. Mm. I've driven through that, but yeah, I've never Elmira, stopped. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's upstate. Yeah, but it's like right on the the, the 90 or the 90. Yeah, the 90, it's somewhere the out there on the, the, the northwest of yep, it. Yeah, yep. Uh, we contracted a deep friendship for a couple by the name of Mr. and Mrs. Doolittle. Wow. Yep, okay. Yep. Uh, true saints of God. Yeah. It's an animal connection there too. Yeah. <laughs> the birds, the Doolittles. It, just, it doesn't end, does it? No, it doesn't. <clears throat> so many levels. Uh, Mrs. Doolittle had been bedridden for nigh 20 years. Whoa. Wow. And her husband was an incurable cripple who had to propel himself to and from his business in a wheelchair. Wow. That is... Okay, the Doolittles yeah. run tough times. Yeah. Wow. Despite their afflictions, they lived happy Christian lives, bringing inspiration and comfort to all who knew them. One day while we were visiting with the Doolittles, my husband commented on their bright hopefulness and asked them for the secret of it. Because mm. she's bedridden for 20 years. He's in a wheel. I mean, and you got to yeah. imagine ADA facilities are not yeah, super not great a, in the 1900s. Yeah, turn of the, turn of the century. Yeah, yeah. I bet it's real tough to get around. Yeah, mud curbs without ramps i'm sure the, the, whole, the mobility technology is not there the technology is not there nor is probably the will of the people at that point right so wow yeah so he's working and she's just staying in bed i guess mm-hmm. and mrs doolittle's reply was simple his eye is on the sparrow and i know he watches me boom that's like that's much inspiration straight out of the bible right there that's the name of the song <laughs> yes it is <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, The beauty of this simple expression of boundless faith gripped the hearts and fired the imagination of Dr. Martin and me. This is her speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The hymn, His Eyes on the Sparrow, was the outcome of that experience. Wow. So, I mean, inspiration can strike at any time. Mm Mm-hmm. So. It was inspired by people who 
not a water tragedy, but still going through a difficult time. Right. And though like, not the author herself. Yes. Right. That's true. But it, it can be a, it can be a third person experience or a second yeah. person experience. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, again, it harkens back to like get you know a lot of these hymns are pulled from people with tough times, uh, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word, and you know even if it isn't affecting the the author specifically their their relationship with somebody do, going through that experience and mm-hmm. they're like wow and then just just a little i mean that was like a one sentence explanation of how they stayed cheerful and mm-hmm. it fired the fired wow. the synapses in her brain and out came yeah. the song i mean you can probably spirit led yeah totally you can always hypothesize about God providing, but like when you actually see it happening, right? Like it makes it come alive. Yep, makes it three D, makes it real. So there you go. Very cool. Like there's a lot more to this song than just Sister Act. There is a lot more to this song (laughs) than Sister Act. I'm glad. I'm glad I know that now. I wish I, you know, I need to maybe need to rewatch Sister Act too (laughs) and see what the context of them singing this song is. I feel like it would be like during a part where somebody's feeling down or yeah, you know, upset or worried about their life going forward and mm-hmm. somebody else coming up and is like, Hey, you know what? His eye is on the sparrow and it's also on you. It's like, I'm going to sing this song now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boom. You know what I like about this hymn as well is that, uh, and I'm not going to lie when we were going to do this one, I had to look up the hymn version mm-hmm. to make sure I knew the tune. Yeah. Cause it is, it's a, it's a unique tune. Yeah. There are unique chord changes. Um, the melody's not intuitive. Yeah, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. it, it is kind of a, it's a unique him, mm-hmm. but you know, a well-known him, especially uh, in in the lyrics. Um, but some of these chord changes we've got—it's uh, not your standard like one, two, three, four, one, two, no, three, four. No, yeah, there's yeah. some like jazzy changes in there. There's some uh-huh. F to F minor. Man, that's really nice. Yeah, Charles Gabriel mm. outdid himself that day. He did outdo he himself. Was, he was fit. maybe he was listening to the beginning of jazz music in America mm. at the time, and he was like, "I need to get this in the hymn book." Yeah. And he made it happen. Yep. So Brian, what was the what was the other one we saw that Charles Gabriel wrote? I uh, I think it was I stand amazed in the presence. Ah, uh, yes, I remember I you see. you referred to him before. Uh huh. And so yeah, he has quite a catalog of music that he's written. The music too. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I stand amazed in the presence is a little more him normal feel. So he's got quite a breadth of talent. Jazzy hymns, regular ones. Right. All right. Well, are you ready to sing this one some more? Let's do some more. Whenever I am tempted Whenever clouds arise When songs give place to sighing When hope in me dies I draw the closer to Him From care He sets me free his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know. Watches me. God, today we are thankful that you are watching out for us. Lord, you take care of all your creation, 
And Lord, you take care of us. So Lord, in the moments when we are uh, stressed, when we're anxious, when we're doubting, we pray that you would surround us with your presence and your love and that you would fill us with your spirit that we might uh, live to be good news and salt and light uh, to all those we encounter. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.